talk a lot on the Happy Eating Podcast about what we eat and drink to support our mental wellness and what we feed our kids to support theirs. But what do other dietitian nutritionists eat to boost their moods? In today's episode, we're sharing what five other RDs eat or drink to boost their mood. Let's dive in. Until about 10 minutes ago, we had no idea what we were going to record this week. Mm-mm. And we were both in a funk. And we've kind of both been in a funk. We really have. It's I been haven't a, felt it, any spark of joy, creativity. None of the above. Yeah. It's been a really long two weeks. Yeah. And from what we learned from our favorite astrologer, Valerie Messo, when we in, when we emailed her and said, what the heck is going on? Because these past two weeks have been like the worst of 2022. She said, well, it's probably going to continue until early January. Let's also tell everybody that we didn't even ask her to record. We just wanted an emergency personal session. And it was and like she a obliged. personal therapy session. It she was. I had, cried. Yes, she cried. You cried. She cried. <laughs> yeah. We, I thought at a moment, actually, Carolyn looked like she was about was ready about to cry. To. So basically, Mars is in retrograde. And it's we're also in Scorpio season. And evidently, that's not a good combination. And I read this kind of write up about it. I just ran across it because I have nothing to read now on my phone except the new york times or page six like exactly yeah and um no facebook no instagram go listen to her rant about that friends so (laughs) i found that article i found that article and it was like a people are are, i don't know but it was like so doomsday and it was like if you've been feeling sluggish you're about to feel even more sluggish and it's not going to end till after december and it was like you should look for things like in the areas of academics and communication and just like very dark and unlike Valerie I think why I love Valerie is she she does she isn't so doomsday she's like okay here's kind of what's going on here's what may be affected now here's now it use this time instead to do this yes you know she gives you you like a, a call to action that makes you feel empowered yes Yes. So he did not do this in his article. And I sent it to you. It was very, like, were you kind of like... Oh, I read the whole thing, and I just kept, like, scrolling and being like, no. Yeah. Oh, I no. Thought, so, really? anyway. No. We have been in a funk. We may be in a funk till early January, or at least very sluggish, and I don't know, but I kind of have that sluggish brain fog feeling all the time. But it's, yeah. more, it's more present than usual. Yeah. We, like, we were saying when we were talking to her that... It's really hard to just find satisfaction. Yeah. Like, I think I'll go to my workout class. And that always makes me feel better. It's like, yeah. nah, eh, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, it's fine. Even, like, sometimes the food I eat. Yeah. You know? Which is a perfect segue, actually, to what we <laughs> finally was. decided to talk about so, today. We are sharing... Six things dietitians eat when they want to boost their mood. And if you listen here regularly, you should know that we're not just talking about ourselves today. No. We have surveyed other dietitians, Mm -hmm. and we are going to tell you what they said. Because at this point, I know I need the inspiration because yeah. I gotta, I gotta do something. I mean, I just tried some tea. 
I don't drink tea until it's like cold outside. Yeah. It's not cold outside today. Mm -mm. You want to take it from the top, Carolyn? Okay. So, and this is from an article. Briarly did this interview when she was writing an article for Eating Well that's named essentially the same thing. Six things dietitians say they eat, go to when they want to boost their mood. So the first one is eggs, which I thought was kind of interesting, but it makes total sense. Frances Largeman Roth, who is an RD um, and author who lives in New York City, says that eggs, she said they're so quick to make, so it's an easy lift with nearly instant gratification. And, you know, I was thinking more like the nutrient aspect, but she's so right. Like it's an almost instant dish. And it is like it's it's fulfilling. It's yeah, there the preparation aspect kind of it boosts a little. Yeah, it's easy, but yet it there to me. There's something satisfying about like successfully cooking an egg because I don't find eggs very easy to cook. I mean, they're an easy protein source to make, but I also find if I don't do the pan just right, yeah. it's not a good egg. Yeah, yeah. Well, I have lower standards than you. My eggs are pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> but Francis also cites their vitamin D levels. And I know I get the um, the ones where the chickens are fed grain that is fortified or enriched with omega-3s and vitamin D yes. because they are higher. So I don't... Normal eggs have some vitamin D, but I think probably your better option, if you want even more vitamin D, would be to get those. What is the name of the brand? I can't think of it. Or what oh, they? Vital Farms? Yeah. 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 A lot of the brands do fortify chicken feed, but Vital Farms, they they do a pretty stellar job. They're my favorite yeah. eggs. And Eglin's best. We've actually That's tried to get them on here before yeah. to talk about their, yeah. their hens. So... Um, she also says, eggs just look sunny on my plate. And we can't forget that people eat with their eyes. You know, you know, I do like some color in my life. Uh, you like a lot of color. <laughs> you also love vitamin D. So that one was a perfect one for you to talk about. Yeah. Okay. Next up is Dawn Jackson Blattner. She is the author of The Superfood Swap. If you don't follow her on social media. Oh, sorry. Thanks, Bradley. If you don't follow, <laughs> sorry, if you don't follow her on social media, you really should because she is always so cheery and so much energy, and she too likes bright colors. So she said citrus fruits. <coughs> Excuse me. So it is actually one of the raw fruits and vegetables that have been linked to a higher positive mood and life satisfaction. I did not know that. I, I, I kind of see that like the freshness, the brightness, like. Yeah. But, um, yeah. I mean, it but I was like, a, of the raw fruits and veggies, it happened to be one that is linked to better mental health, according Life to Life satisfaction. That's saying a lot for a food. It is. Maybe we need to dive into that for another episode. Maybe. What foods can give you life satisfaction? Well, do, you, do you know where I get a lot of my fresh citrus? Where? In a margarita. <laughs> <laughs> do you get some life satisfaction? I get a lot of life satisfaction okay. out of a yeah. margarita. I think you know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, but also there's some vitamin C in this in this citrus, and the cool part about vitamin C is that, Carolyn, 
it can help with stress-related and inflammation-related conditions like depression and anxiety. It all goes back to inflammation. It is. But she also says even the smell and the bright color can make you feel happier and energized. I definitely think the smell. And, like, I will use some citrus, like lemon juice or lime juice or something to brighten up the flavor I knew you were going to say that. Like, especially, I found a good bottled salad dressing, but it still needs a little something. You add a little bit of fresh lemon juice, some orange juice or lime juice, and it's like a whole nother dressing. It's just brightened up. It just brightens it up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And brighter is happier. Yes. So Uh, this, yeah. Now, she is a big fan of mocktails. So she makes herself a citrus-infused mocktail. Um, So she said she'll squeeze a citrus juice into a fancy glass. She'll put some cayenne, some ginger, or some mint, and then put some sparkling water in there. I have tried her recipe when we were doing um, Damp January. It's quite delicious. Really? I have to check it out. Nothing beats a margarita. Is the link in the article? No, you have... Never mind. Let's move on to the next one. You have to go to social media. <laughs> okay, the next one, and I love that a dietitian said this and didn't try to be all healthy. Um, chocolate. Sarah. Now I do not know how to pronounce her last name. Do you know? I am probably Flugart. That's, Flugrat. I'm pretty sure. Yes. It's P F L U G R A D T. If you want to follow her. Um. She says chocolate. She said, it's a no-brainer. I love chocolate. It makes me happy. It doesn't take a lot. Just a bite or two, I instantly feel better. I think it's when, I think this is one, though, you can overdo, and then you're, like, lower than you were before you ate it. So I think the key is, like, the portion. And for me, what would be really key to the portion is, like, like, I can't keep it in the house. Like, I need to have, like... A single package chocolate. Right. Like I used to get the Ghirardelli, the tiny little the little squares, dark chocolate with almond toffee. And I'd have like one a night and I could do that. Yeah. But I can't have like a big chocolate cake or chocolate ice cream or anything. Yeah. No. Too no, easy no. to self-serve. Yeah. Well, the hard part is that it's really impossible to buy small portions of chocolate yeah yeah like the bag is still in the pantry like i really wish there was a brownie mix where you could make like four brownies surely there has to be and i don't want one of those mug things and i sure don't want one of those mug things from pinterest where i'm mixing up stuff and sticking it in the microwave no that's not a brownie (laughs) oh Uh, you need to find someone to make you some brownies then Okay, so she said that chocolate, there's research that shows that chocolate can stimulate the the release of endorphins. And as we know, those endorphins are those, like, feel-good, happy chemicals, compounds. Which we evidently don't have enough of right now. No, very low in them. Mm -hmm. We need to work on that. But um, So chocolate and margaritas when we wrap this episode. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. The next one, do you want to do it? The next one. She interviewed me. I did. Comes from the famous Carolyn. 
And this is something that blows my mind that I'm actually suggesting this. And it makes me feel very much like an adult. This and drinking black coffee. Oh. Makes, like, that's what I'm like. I'm an adult. I'm an adult now. And how weird is that to feel that at 46? <laughs> I mean, at anyway. some point, at some point, do we feel like adults? I'm not there yet. So I think, and I've mentioned this before on the show, but kombucha, once I found one I liked, I got where I really craved that around five o'clock over a glass of wine. And it really threw me for a loop. I remember that time, you know, because we were also coming off COVID too, where we'd been having wine every night, yeah, for the most part, exactly. And so I was like, "Why?" I like, yeah. And then it was like, "Can you be mature enough to actually make that decision, Carolyn?" And I started to, (laughs) but it really calms me. It is crazy. I put now I put it over ice and like crushed ice. I sometimes add a splash of pomegranate or cranberry or something. Yeah, you, to, you make it like fancy. You're not drinking it right out of the bottle, which I know you do drink it right out of the bottle, but for this instance, you dress it up. I never drink it right out of the bottle. I put it over some crushed ice. Now that I think about it, yeah. I seeing you come into the studio with the bottle, but you I don't think make I like it, it as much if I drink it out of the bottle. Yeah. Okay, so kombucha. So, um, yeah. And, you know, it goes back to that gut-brain connection. It is so much stronger, so much more influential than we ever even imagined. Um, And it's replacing some of those good gut microbes that we need. Exactly. That then, in turn, make all these neurotransmitters like serotonin that we need for our brain. Yes. Our brain and our happiness. Yes. This next one. I love this one, too. I love this one. So my friend Chris Moore, uh, I love to get his take. Because he, when when I'm working on an article that's like a roundup of, of like foods that dietitians are like into or eating or whatever. Anyway, so he, I remember this very distinctly. Like <clears throat> he sent me, we were maybe doing this over text or email. I don't remember which, but it was it was definitely not over the phone. And he wrote me back, and he's like, well, my answer is pizza. I love it. And I was like, Chris, that's fine, but, like, this is an article that needs, like, some scientific backing, so I I need you to send me the science on that. And he was like, oh, no, no, no. He's like, "I, I don't have any science that supports that. He was like, because... Eating for joy is a big benefit to my mental health. And Chris is big on, like, you know, uh, on eating for joy. Like, he eats healthfully, but but it is important to him to eat for joy. And he has this, like, whole ritual with his family where, like, they have a pizza oven that they had built in their backyard. They make the dough. They, like, oh, wow. do the toppings. And it sounds extensive, but it ends up being for their family and, like, for their friends that come over. It ends up being, like, just a very, like, therapeutic, like, hangout an kind event. of situation. It's an yeah. event, and it's fun. Um, so, yeah, he just said, like, sharing that with his crew around their outdoor pizza oven is, like, that brings me joy. And what I what I loved about it, A, first of all, pizza made the list but also just that reminder that like it doesn't necessarily have to have some compound in it that's great for you like if it brings you joy that's good for you yeah it's good for your mental health yeah and the connection aspect too 
yes. you know, with the family and the friends. Yes. Yeah. Good job, Chris. I know, right? Um, okay. Okay. And the last one is from a registered dietitian in California, uh, Patricia Bannon, author of From Burnout to Balance. And she says beans. Um, let's see. There's actually some... I think it's kind of funny that that but there is actually research on beans and legumes around mental well-being which I think it's funny cuz I'm like why why people want to study beans? Yeah, there is a good I love bit beans. of research, I mean, on overall health in general, but also mental health and beans, which is kind of interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Let's also remember that because it includes legumes, peanuts fall in that category. Oh, yeah. But I'm thinking beans isn't like one, like, like getting a bowl of black beans tonight isn't going to give us. I, I think it's like one if you, you need to eat regularly. Yeah. And then you have all those nutrients, the iron, the B vitamins, the magnesium that, you know, play a role in anxiety and depression. Then you have them in your system. So I'm thinking this is more eat them on a regular basis. You mean because, like, a big bowl of black beans isn't going to bring you a whole like A ton big of joy. bowl of pinto beans isn't going to bring me joy today. Nope. Now, pinto beans bring me joy when I go to Chipotle and they put them in my burrito bowl. Well, it would help if I had a margarita with it. Perfect. See? Yeah. Margarita solve all the problems. Okay. But the cool part to know is that there actually was research. There is research on the topic. Patricia pointed out one particular study that um, – was in, done in Spain, and it found that people without symptoms of depression were more likely to eat beans than their counterparts with symptoms of depression. So they are go. full of those feel-good nutrients, and apparently they can help. We could all use some more beans in our life. I mean, fiber, protein. My kids certainly could. I have the hardest time getting mine to eat beans. Do you? Mine actually really like beans. Of course they do. They're, they're, they have their weird... You have the best eaters. They're, they eat, they eat, the foods that they like, yes, are often surprisingly healthy. But then, like, I can barely get them to eat chicken. Uh, Who doesn't like chicken? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so let us know if you have any foods that bring you joy or boost your mood. We'd love to hear. Yes. Um... But if you are feeling a little down in the dumps, like we have been, it may be worth trying some of these. Absolutely. Or reading an article on Mars in retrograde. Now, I do not recommend that. I was depressed after I read it. It's like, this, oh my gosh. And then not end until like early January. Might as well just go in hibernation. Okay, let's just stick to eating the foods. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I like that plan. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye. Bye.
The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.